Securities and investment advisory services offered through Next Financial Group. Member FINRA SIPC. Sierra Ridge Wealth Management is not an affiliate of Next Financial Group. The Dow Jones Industrial Average is a price-weighted index of 30 actively traded blue-chip stocks. The S&P 500 is a market-cap-weighted index composed of the common stocks of 500 leading companies and leading industries of the U.S. economy. This material is not intended as an offer or solicitation for the purchase or sale of any security or other financial instrument. Past performance does not guarantee future performance. All the views expressed are those of Hunter Lowry and not those of Sierra Ridge Wealth Management or Next Financial Group. Next does not provide tax or legal advice. What's up, guys? Welcome back to the Wealth Accelerator Podcast. It's Hunter Lowry here. Hope you're having a great week so far. Guys, I got a crazy story to tell you. We're going to get to the finance part of it, but <laughs> this is pretty insane. I just got to talk to you guys about it. It's I'm still kind of shocked that it happened. It was so freaky. It's it's just absolutely insane. So anyways, my dad calls me and he asked me to meet him at the ranch this past weekend um, because he wanted to go get all of our calves branded. Now, we don't have a ton of cows we run or anything like that. But when we were, when, or when I was growing up, my grandpa, he had a huge ranch way up in Northern California. And it was in Alturas, California, which if you know where that is, you're probably one out of 100,000 people who've ever even heard that town, maybe even more. But anyways, we would go up to my grandpa's ranch every year when I was younger and I'd get to take a week off of school. It was so fun, but we would just go branding and help work cows every day. And when we go help him, we'd brand... We would brand like 200 calves a day. They were long, long days by the time we'd go gather everything and brand and clean. I mean, it was a long day. Now we have to do about 20 during the entire year. So <laughs> it's a little bit of a different deal, but it's still so much fun to do. And it's just nice, you know, to, to be able to continue to do that. Plus we get fresh roping steers every single year from it. So it's just a win all the way around. But anyways, my dad asked me to meet him out there this past weekend, and he invited my uncle, his brother, to come out also, which my uncle is just an amazing guy. Uh, he doesn't really ride horses a lot, though. He, he does to go hunting and stuff, but he doesn't ride them to team rope and everything like we do. So it's a whole different deal when you're roping and trying to work with cows than when you're just, you know, riding through the woods going hunting. So the day that we were supposed to go out there and go branding, it was supposed to be like 105 out. So we ended up, we got up at five in the morning. We got a few pairs loaded up in the trailer at the house, saddled horses, and we headed out to the ranch. So we were unloaded, cows gathered, and we are starting to brand by about 7.30 in the morning, which it was so, so nice. And it was still cool out and everything was going extremely easy. It was like <laughs> the old cheesy movies, you know, where the guy goes, it's quiet, too quiet. Then boom, something happens and the bad guy comes out or whatever. That's seriously what it felt like. We had everything done, everything gathered and ready to go in one try, which if you've ever worked with cows before, you know that 
seriously never ever happens normally when you want cows to go somewhere half are going to be stubborn they're going to want to go the wrong way and they're going to just take off in the wrong direction one might break a fence get out of the pen it can, <laughs> it, it can be a train wreck i could just tell you a thousand stories of when we were trying to move cows and everything just went wrong so the fact that we got everything in the pen on the first try i mean it was just mind-blowing i kind of couldn't believe it so when we brand calves, we normally separate all the calves from the mama cows. So now we, at this point in the day, in the morning, we had all the calves in the branding pen and we separated all, but just a couple of the mama cows out of that pen. We leave a couple of the mama cows with the calves so they stay calmer and, and more relaxed. So we started roping the calves down to get them branded and tagged and everything. Again, it's just going so easy. It was myself, my uncle and my girlfriend actually roping the calves with us. And then my dad and a good buddy of mine, they were on the ground doing all the groundwork. Now, like I said, my uncle doesn't rope like we do. So he didn't super understand. And he just hasn't practiced this before on how to maneuver your horse, use your rope, manage the calf on the other rope. I mean, it's, it's a lot going on if you're really not used to it all. And it's not second nature for you. So what kept happening was, Imagine you're roping a calf, right? What happens is you're on your horse, you rope the calf around the neck, you dally onto your saddle horn, so now you're connected to the calf, and you walk the calf out of the group so the other person can come rope the feet, then you can lay the calf down so all the groundwork can be done safely and quickly. Well, the calves don't always want to just go in an easy straight line and work with you super nicely. You can imagine. <laughs> they tend to get pretty waspy. Sometimes they can be kind of mean and they want to run around all over the place when you rope them. So when you're dallied around your saddle horn and the calf is running around and jumping everywhere, you've got him roped around the neck. You have to move your horse to keep the calf in front of you so that that rope doesn't get wrapped around your horse's legs and get you in a bad situation. If the calf goes around the back of your horse, say it goes around the, the left side of your horse underneath his butt, you need to turn in the right direction so that he's still out in front of you and you're not getting anything tangled up. Well, three or four times the calf would go around the backside of my uncle's horse, get in a really bad spot, and just luckily everything would get squared away and nothing bad was happening. Well, until we only had four calves left. Four left. They, that was it. We were probably 20 minutes from being done and it was only about 9.30 in the morning. We were going to be completely done back home, everything put away and eating lunch at the house before noon. So four left to do. That's it. My uncle catches another calf. He dallies around this horn and he's walking it out of the bunch. Well, of course, this calf did not want to participate <laughs> and he was going psycho jumping all over the place and he went around the back of my uncle's horse and then things went from bad to worse. My uncle couldn't get his dallies off the horn. He couldn't turn his horse to face the calf. So the rope was just getting tight, squeezing around the backside of the horse's legs. Imagine if someone was putting pressure on that spot, like right behind your knee on the back of your leg. So the horse started getting kind of nervous. He was jumping up a little bit, trying to just get that pressure off the back of his legs. So when he kind of made that little jumping move, what happened was my uncle got rocked in the saddle a little bit. He bumped up into the air and he fell off. And Thank God, seriously, that the rope came off the saddle horn and, and didn't get stuck or nothing got hung up. It could have been really, really bad. But anyways, now he's off the horse and he's on the ground grunting in pain, which, 
he never ever does that. I mean, he's so dang tough, but he's grunting in pain. So we all run over to him, jump off our horses, and he's saying, it's all good, guys. Just give me a minute. I just bruised it or sprained it. I just need to relax for two or three minutes. I'll be fine. I'll be able to walk. But, oh man, while he's saying that, I, I still get the goosebumps thinking about it. I'm looking at his left leg, which is perfectly straight and normal. Then I'm looking at his right leg and his knees pointing left and his ankles pointed right. It's not, <laughs> not looking very good. Even through his jeans, you could tell something was seriously not right. So we grabbed some ice out of the ice chest, put it on there. It's just soaking in over the top of his jeans. And we're just kind of letting him relax until finally my dad says, Bro, it's as worse than a sprain. We have to get you to the hospital, which we're about an hour and a half away from any hospital. The local town doesn't even have a grocery store. So <laughs> it's not like you can just call an ambulance and they'll be there in five minutes to come grab you really quick. So we went and got a piece of plywood. We cut it with a chainsaw. So you can imagine that it fit perfectly in the back seat of the truck. We, we folded the um, the seats forward down so it was a flat spot. So that piece of plywood just slid right into the flat spot in the back seat. Then we grabbed him or we put the, the piece of plywood right up next to him, rolled him slowly onto the plywood and we all grabbed a corner, picked him up and slid him into the back seat of the truck so he was on his own little platform there and he didn't have to move at all. And the whole process though to get the plywood and get everything set up, he probably sat in the dirt there for an hour just hanging out with a broken leg. <laughs> I mean, he's so tough. If, if you came to see what was going on, you would have just thought he was having a snack just sitting in the dirt, soaking in the sun. He didn't show any pain at all. I, I can't even imagine how he did that. It must have hurt so bad. But my dad takes him to the hospital, which I guess the doctors come out and they were laughing because they're like, we have never seen anybody come in with a broken leg just laying on a piece of janky cut plywood before. And lo and behold, he broke his tibia. I believe it's the tibia, you know, what, whatever the bone is, the, the big bone that's kind of right down the front of your shin, um, whatever bone that is, again, I think it's a tibia, but he broke that bone in three spots between his knee and his ankle, which obviously very much changed the momentum of the day. It was a, a scary, scary deal. Ugh, not a fun thing. So, Moral of the story, first off, if you're going to go brand some calves, maybe go practice your dallying before you get out there. <laughs> but also, second moral of the story is just crap happens to us. We have to be prepared for things that we don't expect. And it's honestly the same in your financial life. And that's why there are things that I really, really push for all my clients to do because you have to be set up in a way that the rainy days are not going to destroy you and just cause chaos in your life because those rainy days come. It's just, it's part of life. That's why I won't have anyone increase their investments until their emergency reserves are set up and they're debt free. And that's why I push people to get life insurance if they have other people depending on them. And that's why I have people set up a trust and a will. And that's why I push people to get disability insurance to protect 80% of their income. Because at the end of the day, we never know what's going to happen. Life obviously does not always go according to plan. There are always going to be some bumps in the road that we're not expecting. My uncle dang sure did not expect to break his leg and spend the next few months in a cast. But, you know, we don't expect to lose our job. We don't expect to get hurt and not be able to work. So I just cannot stress enough to you to have the proper buffers in place to ensure that no matter what happens to you, the random unlucky out of the blue event 
you're going to be okay and not in a bind because we plan for those things to happen. We're prepared for them. So maybe you needed a wake up call right now to just get more serious and get some things in order, or maybe you're already set up all correctly and you're just knocking your goals out of the park. But either way, if you want a second opinion and you want to go over your goals and your game plan and just make sure that you're headed down the right path, you can set up your free consultation with me at my website, hunterlowry.com and just get a time right on my personal calendar. So anyways, guys, <laughs> that's my crazy story of the weekend. It was, oh man, again, scary, scary deal. But luckily, nothing too terribly bad happened and everything is uh, gonna be okay. So anyways, just make sure that you're all set up for these sorts of things and that you're planning for the unexpected because those unexpected things are going to happen at some point, whether we like it or not. So that's all that I got for you today. Thanks for tuning in and have a great rest of your day, everybody.